Hello and welcome to chapter 12 of Entries on Life. It's been so long I almost forgot what I call this thing. I also only just remembered that today was a day for recording, so we almost didn't have two consecutive days. Well, not consecutive days, but consecutive podcast release days. We almost didn't have it. But, you know, I've missed one, and I really didn't want to miss another one. As such, I haven't written anything down in my diary. I haven't written anything down for a few days, to be honest. English diary or Korean diary, because I do alternate days. Sometimes it's just translation, a straight translation of what I've done the previous day. But sometimes you can't really explain the same things in detail. Ignore the background noise, there's just something I don't, you know, I don't want to tell my family to shut up while I'm doing this because that's rude. It's their house too. No, I'm not being a prick. Yeah. You can't bleep out anything on podcasts. If anything offends you, I'm sorry. But I'm not going to use words often. Like, maybe one time an episode. Anyway, this week has been hard. This week has been particularly hard. Mental, health-wise. I've had a lot of anxieties this week. And it's in no small part thanks to... uh, coronavirus good thing this isn't a youtube video or i'd be demonetized i think it's stupid because you know it's in because what if someone's like facts maybe they have like an exemption for news or something but if someone's like telling facts about the virus but you mention it by name oh you can't profit on this video isn't that what a tv license does they profit on news. Looking at you, BBC. Looking at you. Of course, I've got nothing against the BBC. I think, you know, that's what they're there for. They provide a lot of good information. And they're not like a tabloid, so. But that's what tabloids do. Tabloids, like, you know, you pay for it. And all they do is, like, bring doom and gloom, mostly. So, in a sense, they're profiting from doom and gloom. I've never thought of it like that. It's why I don't read newspapers. Apart from the really feel-good stories. But I don't buy them anyway. I mean, they're around. I don't personally buy them. No, the only thing I do do them for is uh, the puddles. Because that's good. It doesn't keep my mind active. I mean, I know I'm only 26, but still, you don't know I want to be just, like, sat there. Especially with how technology is nowadays, you could easily just lose yourself, like, flipping through apps, up and down, reading stuff. Of course, sometimes it might be an e-book, but you're there still staring at a screen, or you're playing a game, watching a video, and it can be easy to just... You know, completely lose a whole day 
essentially if you know you don't do much i mean of course i'm trying i try to keep myself as busy as possible yes there are times where i (sighs) chill technically although i am quite drowsy so sometimes i do not and it might look like i'm being lazy but you know i I can't help I feel it's my it's a side effect of my medication you know anyway back to the point I was making before yeah it's not been a great week mental health wise um and it's mainly due to coronavirus but also aside from that it's the my perception of how people perceive me because of my reaction to it I mean, I say it lightly, but this is dumbing it down, but with anxiety, it always kind of feels like your mind is broken. And I know it's not. I know it's perfectly fine. My brain just works differently. And you know, it's one thing. It's why people say it's like a disability, because it causes your brain to work differently than... A person who's not suffering from mental health issues would. I mean, and these change according to whether you know you have anxiety, you have depression, you have OCD, you have even I don't know anorexia, bulimia. It's all mental health. Although with the last two, obviously you see the physical more than you would with any other disorder yeah um, I went to the doctors on Wednesday had my six week checkup, and I was for once I just I couldn't wait to go I even slept well the night before and I usually never do because whenever I have an alarm set my brain tends to like enter panic mode but yeah, I slept wonderfully. I only woke up once, which is amazing for me. Usually two, three times. Um, a bit more than that sometimes. Very rarely do I ever sleep all the way through the night. I'm pretty sure I said this before. But I don't know. I don't know if that's normal or what, what is normal. But anyway, I was so excited to go and because I wanted to talk to the doctor about how I've been feeling and I, I'd run out of my medication. I had 10 milligrams because I took 14 milligrams with fluoxetine. Um, it's the, it's not the first antidepressant I tried, it's the second one on, and I've gone on like various different dosages, but I want to various strengths even but I'm on to 40 milligrams now and I had the box I had a box of 10 milligram tablets so for one day it meant taking four of them and I just and in case I couldn't get in case I could, could like couldn't get in case the chemist didn't have any I didn't really want to take you know I wanted to take them, so 
I'd run out and that was causing me like an inner panic but luckily I got them and I talked to the doctor about this whole coronavirus thing and explained that because of my family who you know I all live with who I live with I don't live with all of my family but those who I do live with they all suffer from some form of underlying health condition and I talked about that and then he asked me to like explain in detail about them so and then he was like so out of the four people you've mentioned only one has an increased risk because of how this virus would affect them and I was like okay that reassures me me an anxiety laden person still worries about the one but you know it it helps a little bit of course I'm still worried of course I'm washing my hands all the time (laughs) using um, hand sanitizer but no I'm whenever like I go out and come back inside again not when I go out just when I come back inside after going out you know it's just I'm trying to go to places where there are lots of people but on one hand like I'm trying to do that but then on the other hand I've got uh, the people I volunteer with are like because I told them I was going to the doctors last week uh, earlier in the week and they were like I will be chasing you from now on and I was like great I mean I guess being nervous about coronavirus isn't a valid reason (laughs) not wanting to spread it to people isn't a valid reason I guess but you know I'm trying because like I said in my last episode it's not even for me it's for people around me like I don't care if I get it I'll just like admit myself to a hospital and quarantine myself if I can't like I just don't want the people I love getting it anyway I'm gonna stop talking about it now because I am sure you've heard enough about it from like news sources and the media and you do not need me to talk about it so in that case um oh yesterday i went to the job center for the first time in about nine months because the last time i saw them yeah it is nine months because it was summer last year and they were like amy you're doing great and you're not like a priority case and as we've just got a lot of you know school leavers university graduates you know we don't need you to come in at the moment because you seem to be doing okay on your own and if you get a job in the next time like in the meantime then it was nice seeing you and if not you know we'll see you again because they've still been paying me and then I saw them again yesterday I met with a different advisor than I had last time but she was really nice and I'm going again in three weeks and she understood like and I mentioned my anxiety and stuff and she said it was already like up on my file 
all this stuff about me in my journal and I was like this is good that they're actually communicating to each other I have got an interview on Monday I haven't been able to do any prep for it because because it's an apprenticeship because it was on the like national apprenticeship program and the deadline's been done I can't see I can't even see my application form anymore I've tried to go on it and you can't see anything so um I'm still thinking about going because I don't want to use I'm not using coronavirus as an excuse and I said I won't talk about it again but it does being in a closed enclosed like space with people it does terrify me but I know I can't let it stop me from like getting employment but I'm just I just have to see whether or not you know okay um when I haven't really had any strange dreams since. I mean, I have had, like, strange dreams, but not really odd dreams since the whole Vegetable Council deal. What was up with that? Like, really, what the hell was up with that? I had a bit of an odd dream yesterday. Um, basically, in Manchester, there's a place called The Printworks, and it's got, like, restaurants and bars. Is it got bars? And a cinema and like a like a <laughs> it's not gonna sneeze and it's got like a golf a mini golf place and like laser tag was it laser tag I don't know probably not and the VR that's what I meant like a VR thing and in my dream last night they they opened a bowling alley so I went with some friends but we couldn't find it and we had to go all through like this all through the cinema but for some reason we didn't go through the cinema we went through this like side room and it was like you know where the projectors are but for some reason in my dream it wasn't like the digital ones they have now it was people with like film actually like film reels and they were showing the um, live-action Aladdin film, which I've actually never seen. I wanted to see it, but I never did see it. And then, yeah, so we had to be went through like, like not gyms as in gyms, but gyms as in like sports, all kind of leisure center. Then we kind of went through a leisure centre and there was a pool I had to wade through for some reason. I don't know why nobody else did, but for some reason I just went through it. And then we ended up in a cafe. Where there was a drunk man. And we came out of the cafe and then we were on Monson Road, so that was a bit weird. Yeah. A bit weird, but I mean, wasn't like vegetable council kind of weird. Okay, I'm gonna. How long have we been doing this for? Don't be that long. Fifteen minutes. Okay. Um, I've just 
left on watching Gogglebox. It's very funny. I assume you know what Gogglebox is, but if you don't, Google it. Because... I don't. I know Channel Four won't be listening to this, but I don't want to get like. I don't know why I get copyright infringement. I don't think that they have a copyright, like trademark. Did they? No, because I'm not like saying it's mine. So it's not like copyright infringement. But anyway, I watched. It's a TV program, and I watched it before. I've watched it every Friday. It's really funny. And then I put some my red beans, my azuki beans, I put them to soak overnight because tomorrow morning I'm going to be making my red bean paste because it's been a while. So basically how you make it, you get some red beans, I can, I, they don't say red beans, they say like azuki beans or aduki beans, but they're a pound of tin if you get from Morrison's. And I usually get like two at a time. Apart from the first time when I got one because I wasn't sure if it was considered oh, okay. And then basically you drain them and put them in a pan. Soak them overnight. You've got to do it for at least eight hours. And then in the morning you drain them again. You put sugar on them. Heat it up. And then mix it around until you get to like a paste but I like mine a bit rough so it's still got like some beans in it but yeah it's the sugar that makes it really and then I usually put it in the freezer and it's fit fit with the two T's and a PH (laughs) anyway um, I'm gonna go now because it's Friday night and I'm a bit sleepy so I will see you on Sunday Hope you have a good weekend. Hope I have a good weekend. See you on the other side. Bye.